What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to I Thought I Told You. This your host, CJ, and we back again with another episode segment of Mental Health Mondays. And we are going to go in today. We're going to talk about self-awareness and triggers, pretty much. Because it's, it's, it's <laughs> I feel like that kind of needs to be discussed and addressed. But we're going to go in, and I hope y'all's, hope y'all's 2019 has been going great. And again, nothing is ever too late if it hasn't. It's never too late. But nonetheless, I hope it's been going great. So I want to get into self-awareness and basically being able to understand our triggers and, and knowing what triggers us. So I saw a meme on Instagram or Twitter, actually, Twitter. And pretty much it was it was from someone's page on Twitter and I it just it was just spot on and basically saying, you know, this generation how you know, you, you kinda have to tiptoe around people's triggers. And, you know, basically right now getting to the point of just addressing your own triggers. And people shouldn't necessarily always have to tiptoe around your triggers. And pretty much just kind of coddling you. And that, that to me was basically facts. In a sense where at some point you do have to address your triggers. We do have to address it. I mean, everyone's not going to coddle you all the time. Because then that leads to this state of self-loathing and self-pity. And it just <laughs> it just kind of leads to that whole mentality. Instead of addressing it and get to the root of why am I being triggered. So basically, we're getting into self-awareness. How can we obtain self-awareness if we're not at a state of self-awareness? And what are some of the key things that get us to the state of self-awareness that gets us to understand what our triggers are? So we're going to get into it. So self-awareness. So when I think of self-awareness, it's pretty much, it's like the catalyst for almost anything when it comes to our, you know, self-improvement, self-development, and even our overall mental health. It's the catalyst. It's 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 the first step for everything, in, in, especially in terms of when you want to understand, you know, the who, what, when, where, and why, and the makings of us, who we are. So self-awareness, I mean, what is it? I mean, in some people, it may come naturally. It's secondhand nature. It you know, some people automatically have that sense of self-awareness. Some people, you know, they got to work at it, take some time, and it happens. It's it's definitely something to be developed. And for some people, it may not ever get to that state of self-awareness, but that's okay. It may not be their journey right now this lifetime, but that's okay. But if you are in that ilk of wanting to be more self-aware, it definitely is pretty much the step one to everything. And so self-awareness is essentially the state is it's the state of awareness is basically seeing seeing where your emotions and thoughts are guiding you, where your emotions and thoughts are taking you. And being a self-aware you you kinda it's kinda like I said, it's step one. And when we become self-aware, not only can we see where our thoughts and emotions are guiding us, now we have a choice in our actions and what we react to, how we react to it, and if we react to it at all. 
So how do we develop our sense of self-awareness? For me, I always go back to these three things. For me, these three things have, have pretty much been my number one. First, first and foremost, I always get to my why. Ask yourself why. Why, 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 why? Why am I having these negative thoughts about myself? Why do I react so strongly because this person said something I didn't like or agree with? Why do I continuously allow myself to fall back into the same habits and patterns that aren't any good for me? You can go on with your whys. You, it, it goes on. You can ask yourself why. Why do I not like this person? Why does she say this about me? And why do I, you know, am pissed off about it? And why did this person, you know, it, it, you can go on with the whys. And when you ask yourself why, you're able to address those triggers. And to address those triggers, it could be anything. You know what I mean by triggers, right? So let me go back and define triggers. So triggers, triggers can be anything, any place, a person, a situation, or a circumstance that pretty much cause us to have a strong reaction or when we're uncomfortable you know, it could be mentally, it could be a mental reaction, it could be emotional reaction, or even physical. You know, you <laughs> you you put your hand on a when you're a kid, you put your hand on a on the the stove on the eye, and you get burnt, boom, there's a physical reaction. You know, somebody says something that triggered you that you didn't like and you get upset. That's an emotional reaction. Or you see something and you automatically think some negative thoughts. That's a mental reaction. So a trigger can be can draw those reactions out of us. And so anything, another thing, another thing about asking yourself why is it keeps, it keeps us honest and authentic. It, it keeps us a hundred. It keeps us, you know, being a hundred with ourselves, being honest with ourselves. And which now segues way into number two. Number two is always being objective. Always being objective with yourself. When you're able to see yourself in a more objective light, Especially if you're in this constant state of negative talk, negative self-talk, uh, depression. The more objective you are, you kind of can slowly see more of the positive and more of the good and the things that you have working for you in your favor. I know for me, when you know, when battling with depression, all you can see is the negative thoughts and, and everything. You can see nothing good. You can see all that you've done, all that you've accomplished, and you know. When I when I got my master's degree from SC, it, I it was just like, oh okay, I got it. But that I didn't even truly celebrate that. I didn't celebrate a lot of the good things I did because to me, I didn't I didn't see it as such. I I wasn't where I felt like I wanted to be, and so therefore those negative thoughts came, and so it it just you know it it allows you when you're objective with yourself to go back. And see the good, and see okay. When was I ever happy? Go back to childhood. When was I happy? When was I smiling? At what point was I ever smiling? What are the good things I got going for me? So when, you know, like I said, when you're in that constant state of negative thoughts, it can be kind of difficult. I'm not going to lie. You're not going to be able to see the positives and things. Hell, you probably not even going to get out of bed when you're in that state of depression. So but when you're in, you know, we get into our why and we ask ourselves why and why am I reacting to X, Y, Z this way? You can now think back to a time where you were happy, like I said, happy, where you were doing good, feeling good. And so you can also look at areas in your life where, you know, like I said, when you when you were doing good and you can find out why you were doing good. 
what got you to that point? What what got you to that point where you were feeling good or you were at a point where you actually liked yourself or loved yourself, you know? You can acknowledge the good and accomplishments and like I said, being honest with yourself. If you feel jealousy, let's say if you feel jealousy towards someone or somebody angers you, ask yourself why. You know, why am I triggered? And when you're objective with yourself, you see things from a different perspective. You can kind of take a step back and you see things. And then the people around you, they'll be honest with you too. They'll they'll be honest with how they see you and where you at. And then when you're objective, you'll learn not to react a certain way, especially if that honesty isn't in a favorable light. You can kind of take that step back. Like, oh, wow, I was acting like this. I was being an asshole. I was being a hothead or... I was being, you know, this and that. And you can kind of take that step back and see. And lastly, one of one of my key things that I always fall back on is self-reflection. Self-reflection. So you have self-awareness where you are able to see what guides our thoughts and emotions. Self-reflection is not only asking ourselves why, but you're gaining and growing and understanding who you are. Why do you do what you do? Why do you feel, think, react the way that you do? What you like, what you don't like, what you value. So it's like that constant turn inwards. And self-reflection helps you regulate and govern those negative thoughts. And, you know, take some time out your day to, to self-reflect. Just kind of turn inwards and just kind of see what's going on with ourselves. See what's see what we got going on. And self, self-reflection is probably one one of my favorite things to do, and it kind of keeps me flowing, keeps me in a constant state of awareness. And so when it comes to, you know, like I said, obtaining self-awareness and knowing what triggers us and getting to our why and practicing self-reflection, one of the best ways and main ways that I would probably recommend that helped me was to journal, writing down all my thoughts, emotions, and my why. And I talked about in my previous episodes about journaling, but when it comes to self-awareness, journaling is key. You're able to get those thoughts down, those emotions down. When You, you know, why do you react, react to this situation, that person? And it's like you're able to rediscover how you felt. You're able to see how you've grown and lived through certain situations and challenges, how you got through it, how you, how you matured, how you... How you your reactions uh, change to certain things change. And when I was able to journal, when I began journaling, I was able to kind of put some things into perspective. So that's all I got for self-awareness and triggers. With that being said, if you or somebody you know is having thoughts of suicide, just going through it, and you just at the point where you're just ready to end it all, please, please, please reach out to somebody. Call the suicide hotline. 1-800-273-8255. If you're a veteran and you have nobody to reach out to, nowhere to go, no one to talk to, please call the Veteran Crisis Line. It's the same number, 1-800-273-8255, but you press 1. I promise you it works wonders. And on that note, I wish y'all nothing but love, light, and happiness. Peace.